0: episode 273 march 23rd 2017
1: this week's show opens up with another big announcement there's new details surrounding the roof of the next generation wrangler and we'll hear about a very unique grand charity
0: Tammy is going to go in-depth and reviews the Jamek. We'll hear from Nikki G, read your reviews, and
2: Nate has his final axle segment. Tony opens up the discussion for cupping tires. We'll answer the question of whether or not that winch bumper on your Jeep makes it unsafe, and we'll take a look at some upcoming off-road events. It's all coming up on this week's Jeep Talk Show.
3: You're listening to a 4x4 4x4 Radio Network Podcast.
0: Casting since 2010. Are you ready? It's the G Talk Show. show. With Tammy on Wrangler, Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back, strap in, and
4: Brace yourself.
3: Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's
2: This Week in Jeep. Well, last week, we surprised you guys with the launch of the official Jeep Talk Show app for the Android platform. Well, we received such great feedback from that in just the first week, and a few death threats from a few diehard Apple fans, that we've decided to speed things up, and we've put a rush on the development of the iOS version. That's right, Jeepers. The iTunes and iPad app is in development as we speak, and we expect it to be released, well, very soon. So keep listening to the Jeep Talk Show for the latest announcements so you can get it first. All right, on to the news. Well, it's all about what's up top. Am I right, guys? No, I'm just kidding. There's just about as many rumors and, and uncertainties as there are confirmations of exactly how and what will be available as options on standard equipment on the next generation of Jeep Wrangler one of those rumors is has that has yet to be substantiated is the top or roof of the new Wrangler. Some of these rumors that it will have is multiple roof options surpassing the usual hard or soft choices. Just what it will look like, what options there will be and how it will function have all been grounds for a lot of speculation. That is until now. Spy photographers have caught a four-door Jeep Wrangler prototype testing what appears to be the rumored true three-piece hardtop which would allow for well which would allow for the removal of the front two or all roof panels while keeping some pillars in place. Some may say the pictures released don't appear to be all that different from the current Freedom Top on the existing JKUs. However, there is rumored to be a third removable panel over the passenger and cargo area not detailed in these pics, which really make it a four-part system, but with three pieces that are the easily removable panels. There's also the idea that the entire roof could be removed from the con- with the configuration as one solid unit. Other roof options expected to head to the 2018 Jeep Wrangler include a hard glass roof. Retractable fabric roof, and the possible removal removal of the basic folding soft top. The next generation Wrangler JL is expected to get lighter with some with Jeep using some aluminum, and what effect this will have on the final top or roof options, well it's still unclear. But what we do know is the Jeep has been playing around well, Jeep has been playing this one awfully close to the vest, that is, leaving many of us still scratching our heads and playing the guessing game, even though the launch of this is well just months away. So to stay on top of this and all the Jeep news, well, be sure to subscribe. One grand to rule them all. Or, "Look, ma, no traffic. Now, many of you out there like me spending hours of your day in traffic. Yeah, it sucks. Believe me, I feel your pain. And I know all that if de- any of you guys are at all like me, well, then you're pretty much daydreamed about putting your jeep into four low and just hammering right over the top of that patch of priuses. I, I swear. out here, they herd together in groups sometimes. It's just creepy aside from our delusions of train-like plows on the front of our rigs and enough horsepower and torque to push even a loaded semi out of the way, well, it's all just that, delusional dreams. Until now. Enter Verizon, who is using a modified Jeep Grand Cherokee to promote their new Hum vehicle connectivity module for 1996 through present vehicles with an OBD2 port. The modified Jeep is dubbed the Hum Rider. The Humrider is a Jeep Grand Cherokee, which has been fitted to, uh, well, with a custom hydraulic system that not only elevates the SUV, but also moves the wheels out laterally, giving it a cartoonishly wider stance. In the video, the Grand Cherokee's track widens as it rises above the other car so that it can literally drive over a line of stop traffic. No, not like a monster truck, but like some giant tall squatting thing. Cameras mounted on the undercarriage keep an eye out on clearance. We wouldn't want to scrape that roof rack now, would we? Well, once the SUV clears the final car, it lowers and the driver makes a right turn at the intersection like nothing unusual ever happened. At the end of the video, these words appear on the screen. Of course, your car can't do that, but Hum can upgrade your ride with other new tricks. Although the Hum Rider Grand Cherokee is real, there's only one of them, and it was strictly built as a promotional vehicle. Not to mention it likely breaks about half the NHTSA rules and probably several municipal ordinances. The Hum module by Verizon, on the other hand, provides vehicle diagnostic tools roadside assistance, and even an optional Wi-Fi. Now, while I personally can't comment on the Hum device, I love the idea of the Hum Rider, especially for rush hour traffic. And we're going to put the video up to this in the show notes, and for you, those of you guys who were watching the show live while well, you guys saw it firsthand, uh, of course, you guys can check out any one of our stories and all the stuff we have, well, in any one of our show notes over at JeepTalkShow.com. And of course, big thanks goes out to each and every one of you guys who helped us out by submitting stories to This Week in Jeep. If you got something you think we should be reporting on, or you have a response to any one of our stories. Be sure to let us know by sending an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com.
0: I just got to say, you know, the, when they came out with the Hummer, that, uh, that sounded interesting. Uh, but the Hum Rider sounds like a full service vehicle to me.
1: I <laughs> want one of those, but it needs to be in well, a Wrangler version.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was definitely interesting the technology that went into this thing. I mean, I'm sure it's hacked together behind the scenes, oh, yeah. but uh, but nonetheless, I mean, just it makes for one heck of a promotional video.
0: There's uh, duct tape and JB Weld and uh, uh, not binder's twine. What do you call it? The well, the wire that they, they use the bailing bailing, 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 bailing wire, wire bailing wire. That- <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you look at the, the switches that they use to actuate this thing. I mean, it looks like something off of a 1970s microwave. I mean, it, it, it's rocker switches that are older and bigger than anything I've ever seen. It's like, come on, guys. You can do better than
0: that. Here's the here's the meeting. I'll just uh, just put that stuff in there. We're spending enough money on the uh, the hydraulics. Uh, just use any switches we got in the back. <laughs> hey, it won't even, you, you won't over, see it on camera. Sauter <laughs> gun. We ain't got money for that. Just tape it. <laughs> yeah. Just strip it and twist it together black tape hell i don't care <laughs> just give it some distance yeah anyway it was a good it was a good promotional uh, video and it was uh you know they were uh, i think it would i would have been more impressed with it if they had used an actual cherokee though not not the you know the yuppie yeah, version. you know
2: but i gotta give them credit <laughs> though for tapping into the uh the fantasies of all of us who uh, oh, have yeah. to sit in any, any rush hour traffic at all
0: well that one and then there would be the one with tracks that uh, is oh. a multi-ton vehicle that you can just roll over stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the tank-looking yeah. tracks?
0: Yeah, the tank-looking oh, As
2: Oh, as, as, as fun as that sounds, you know, we, we end up hurting people and property damage and all that sort of stuff. And we can't have that. There's enough of that already in rush hour traffic.
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> You're listening to Jeep, Jeep Talk, Talk Show. Show, the number one Jeep podcast. At my mom's house. It still is. I mean, she's loving the show. Um, she listens to it on her iPad, <laughs> which you can do on iTunes now. You just uh, soon there'll be an app for that, though. So uh, this is, and everybody, you know, grab hold of some, a loved one. This is going to be the last of our axle segments from Nate. So we appreciate Nate jumping in there and uh, doing the axle segments. And, uh, you know, guys, I have to tell you something. Uh, one of our listeners pointed out to me today is Nate gonna do the uh, the very uh, well-known very often used Chrysler 8.25 axle well I have an answer for you no because he doesn't know much about it
4: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so it may come up with a uh, it may come up in a, uh, an axle addendum very soon but let's get over to Nate in uh, axle uh, number the 10th uh, in this adventure of uh, axles with Nate
3: Hey guys, this is Nate with another edition of Wrangler Extreme. Uh I thought I'd just close up the the Axel series that uh that I've been going over for the past several weeks um with just some general summaries and a little bit of, you know, opinions to sort of tie everything together. So if you missed any of the episodes, um, I'm going to tell you right now, I covered the Dana 30, the 35, specifically the 35C because it comes in the Jeeps, uh, the Dana 44, the Dana 44A, which is the aluminum Dana 44, the Dana 60, the Ford 8.8, and the GM 14 bolt. Now, obviously, there's lots of axles that I probably could have covered that I didn't. Uh, if you want to hear about any other specific axles, I'd be happy to put in some research and throw together maybe some some follow-up series. So just uh, hit me up and let me know what you'd like to hear, and I'll, I'll see if I can throw some together. Um. What I wanted to cover in this episode was basically what does all this stuff mean? I gave you a whole bunch of info about various axles and their weights and their strengths and weaknesses and what they came in and whatnot. And uh, the whole idea here was to give you guys some idea as to what you might want to put under your Jeep. And it's all going to come down to what you want to do. And how crazy you're going to wheel. So, I'm going to say that if you're going to be out doing fire roads and running 31 inch tires, uh, you know, a 14 bolt and a 60 are going to be just way overkill for you. And in fact, you're going to regret the amount of time and the amount of work you had to put into putting them in there. And you're going to lose ground clearance with those big, those big housings. Uh, you know, for something like that, a, a, a Dana 44 in the rear and a Dana 30 in the front is plenty. So as I said, it's going to come down to what you want to do. Uh, So here's some very general guidelines, and don't take this stuff as as gospel. If you're going to be doing mild trails, if you're going to be running less than, say, a 33, maybe a 31-inch tire, you probably don't even need to put a ton into replacing your axles. You know, you don't spend the time... Digging through uh, bone yards, trying to find just the, the perfect axle combination. Get out there and wheel it. And when you start breaking things, then look into upgrading. If your intention is to run, say, 37-inch tires, then you probably want to get yourself at least onto some Dana 44s. If you're going to go anything less than a 37. 44s are still a good a good option. If you go to the Dana 60 and 14 bolt route, you're going to have to go with larger tires in order to clear those housings. Otherwise, they're just going to be dragging on everything on the trail, and you're going to regret it. Uh, if your plan is to run 40s, which from what i hear is getting more and more common wow. then you're going to want to go straight to those 1 ton axles and figure out whether you want to narrow them and run them at jeep width or whether you're just going to run them at full width and and deal with that in the way that it is um also the housing sizes you may want to consider things like shaving the uh the 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 bottom of the differential to get yourself a little bit more clearance especially on something like the 14 bolt all right so i don't want to bore you guys too much with uh any more axle talks so if you want to hear more let me know and i'll see what i can come up with look me up on the jeep talk forums and again thanks for listening and i hope you've enjoyed the series
0: certainly have hey josh how long has it been has it been a year since you were off-road how dare you (laughs)
2: uh it it has been a little over a year since i've driven my jeep off-road yes
0: so uh well just off-road it didn't necessarily have to be your jeep uh but uh well no i've been off-road since i just haven't had my jeep out okay well uh, i was going to ask about the
2: 40s are you seeing uh 40s out there whenever you go so here's the thing with with whether or not you're going to see these types of axles or those size of tires and stuff where you wheel. It kind of depends on what you have available as far as terrain and obstacles go where you wheel. Sure. Now, and also where you can get to. Now, there's there's some places out in a lot of the, the areas where I wheel that if you can get there, you're going to see buggies. You're going to see guys with with 40 plus inch tall tires and stuff. You're going to see the Rockwell axles. You're going to see those portal axles and stuff. But you're not going to see those on 95% of the rest of the trail system out there. Right. So, you know, yes, I do see them only because I find myself in a little bit more of that extreme terrain. But for the average person, you're probably not going to find yourself seeing a lot of that stuff. You might come across it in the staging areas and whatnot. But for the average guy that's out there, you know, just, you know, weekend wheeling, as it were, uh, hitting the trails and getting himself a little bit dirty every now and again, yeah, you, know, you might not come across the guys with forties.
0: Yeah, generally speaking, you're not going to see forties on daily drivers. I mean, you can, but
2: generally speaking, not. Oh, now you want to talk daily drivers? Well, we have the bro dozers out here, the guys <laughs> with the uh, with the gigantic pickups on forty fours that have absolutely no business ever being, you know, right. lifted that tall. I mean, it's, come on, seriously. Land you, know, what what you land. What do you need fifty two inch tall tires for on your daily driver? Okay, come on.
1: Hey, um, Nate mentioned about shaving it to your um, axle to get more clearance. Yeah. Um, one of the things on my stock um, diff cover, um, the, one of the lips hung a little lower, and you need, uh, what I was told is you need to be careful, especially when you're crawling over rocks, when there's a, a difference there that I, the rock could grab it and pull it right off. So it was suggested that um, I smooth those out. That's why I actually switched my diff cover
2: um no there you go good advice
0: to Mm -hmm.
1: have you know a smooth transition there so it doesn't grab the rocks
0: that and thicker so that if even when it does it's uh, less likely to pull it out of shape
2: i think a good rule of thumb is to you know you want to avoid those big rocks in the middle if you see a you know big rock in the middle you want to put your tire over it not you don't want to put your uh, differential right over it so you know it's it's one of those things where if you do find yourself in that kind of position yeah i'd be a little bit mindful but uh you know, best uh, best way to do it is to you know stay out of harm's way. Of course, but you
0: have to. Uh, you don't know who the uh, the person directing you over the rocks is and what their qualifications are. That would be interesting. You have to have a sit down and uh, interview process before they can. Uh, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> before you allow All right, them to direct we, you. Before we put in the four low, I need to ask you
0: a few things. I need to see your rock resume.
1: <laughs> Actually, my my rear diff cover. You could see some of the the
0: dings on it.
2: Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna man. happen.
0: Well, you just you just plan the best you can and hope for the best. Do the best you can. and uh, That's right. So,
2: yep, yep.
5: You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network
2: podcast. Oh, you most certainly are, and we are not the only one. In fact, there are several others. The Jeep Talk Show is just one of many proud members of the 4x4 Radio Network. If you'd like to learn more about what that is and, well, what it might offer you, well, just visit 4x4radionetwork.com and learn more about the 4x4 podcast the centers to your podcast and of course the trail chasers podcast it's all right there for your listening pleasure all in one stop it's the 4x4 radio network and hey guys now there's even more jeep talk show to love it's called the jeep talk call-in show well tammy and tony are going to take your guys's calls live every tuesday 8 p.m central time yeah you guys can call in while listening to the live show join us every tuesday 8 p.m central time at jeeptalkshow.com don't forget to download this extra content each week or subscribe and you're never going to miss a thing Be sure to check out the latest episode, episode 31, where Tony and Tammy do their best to give James from Jamek the third degree. (laughs) I think we succeeded, Tammy. Uh, Yeah, that was an awesome interview. We had a lot of fun with James.
0: Uh, James was too polite. At at one point, I asked James, because he was also interviewed over Trail Chasers podcast. I asked I asked James, I said, now, who was the better interview? Was it Tammy and I or Cody? And there was a, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the. I <laughs> uh,
2: uh, <laughs> don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to no. get lynched on Facebook. Uh, super nice guy. I like guy. you guys all. Yeah,
0: super nice guy and uh, very informative on the Jamic product. And we're very pleased to be uh, giving away a, a Jamic, which of course is a hammock for your Jeep. Uh, all you have to do is go over to Facebook. I mean, you're on Facebook, right? yeah I know everyone is so all you have to do is go over there paste uh, or paste a (laughs) post a Facebook live video telling me Josh and Tammy just why you must have absolutely can't live without a hammock for your Jeep a jammock so just go over there uh, uh, do that Facebook live video and then make sure that in the comments you put in at Jeep talk show that way we'll see it we'll know about it and then uh, Josh Tammy and I will be deciding which is the best video and who's going to get the jamming now i got to tell you you got to be 18 years or, or older uh to uh to, to be able to win this and also too if you're in the 48 is it 48 continental united states I always get that that messed up anyway if you're in the 48 states here in the the big land mass we'll ship it to you for free if you're outside that well you're gonna have to pay for it yourself <laughs> but you still get the free Jamek. and of course, it's not a—it's it, not a necessity. But we sure would like to see any pictures of you using your Jamek once you have it on your Jeep. So just go over to Facebook.com/slashJeepTalkShow and uh, like our page, do a Facebook live video, and put at Show in the comments. Oh, uh, ending the the thirty-first, so uh, not next, not the next episode. So I guess episode two seventy-four. Two seventy five, I should say. Oh, time is running out. Yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll be, be making the announcement on episode two seventy five, and
2: I got to tell you guys, there's three entries. That's it. So you have a really good yes. chance of winning here. People <laughs> get one in last minute. I mean, all it, Come on, thirty seconds, 15, 10 seconds. All it takes. Yep. Just record a little video and uh, up on the on the up on the facebooks and yeah. uh, and you guys can get in a chance to you win this kids thing. It's awesome. And
0: your facebooks. Now, uh, if you have any questions, you know I, I was really surprised. I thought the Facebook Live thing was a very well-known thing, but we've actually had a few I people. Guess not. It's, we've yeah. actually had a few people asking questions about how to do it. Uh, more than happy to help. To send us an email, info at jeeptalkshow.com, or, or message us on the uh, Jeep Talk Show Facebook page, and uh, we'll be happy to help you out. Give you any instructions that we can possibly do to get you uh, in the uh, the running for winning the
5: JAMIC. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut
2: up. Shut up, Shane.
5: Hey. Shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G Mama.
1: Hey, Tony and Josh, on my way home from work the other day, I was thinking to myself, Wow, I'm running out of Jeep accessories to buy. That was (laughs) kind of making me sad. Uh Uh-uh. Blasphemy. Then I remembered the Jeep Talk Colin Show, you know, our sister show. We record live on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock Central via the Jeep, Jeep Talk Show headquarters. Just when you think you've bought just about every accessory a Jeeper can have, there is so much more out there to buy. And you can get the scoop on some of those cool Jeep items on our most recent episodes of the Jeep Talk Colin Show. Tony and I had some special guests these past couple of episodes that we interviewed whose great products are geared towards the jeep wrangler you should check them out episode 26 was mike with tpt fab spec and some of the items they have are some cool custom bumpers foot pegs and a tramp stamp which i'm thinking of getting one for myself
0: (laughs) that's the name josh
1: (laughs) it's it's a cover for your tailgate if you don't run a spare tire or even if you do i just love buying jeep stuff so i think i'm gonna get one um, episode 28, Mike with Route 16, they sell all sorts of things from Oxbeam headlights to those TPT Fab Spec bumpers to Jeep jewelry for all you ladies out there or all you guys out there who want to get your your lady a, a gift. Mother's Day is coming up, by the way. Um, to some pretty cool t-shirts, and I'm wearing one tonight. I don't know if you can see it. It's purple. It says, I like um, I like my Jeep dirty. So, I'm waiting for my next one to come in, and then on episode twenty nine, Joe from Under the Sun Inserts joined us and shared some really cool Jeep Wrangler grill inserts. These are so awesome! You can even get custom ones made. And if you haven't seen, I no longer have my purple il- purple grill inserts. Instead, I have a purple American flag behind my grill, and I'll be reviewing that in an upcoming episode of the Jeep Talk Show.
2: That then, looks really cool, by, by the way, Tammy. It does Tuesday, look
1: nice. Yeah, I like it. It's grown on me. Um, the last episode we did, which we just talked about, was episode 30 with Jason with with Jamek. We just released the episode this week. So if you don't already know, we're giving away a Jamek. And all you need to do, like Tony said, is record a Facebook Live. Um, put in the comments at Jeep Talk Show. And Josh, Tony and I are going to pick the winner the first week in April. So you have till March 31st, like I said, to get your entry in. And thanks... <laughs> um, I just added at the last minute, we just got another um, um, entry, and that was from Brian. Thank you for throwing that in. It was a pretty interesting one. You guys should go check it out. So anyway, what is a Jammock? Well, like Tony said, it's a hammock for your Jeep Wrangler. And I just recently reviewed it on my blog, and we thought we would um, go ahead and uh, let you guys know about that review. On February, 20th, on February 2nd, you can go check it out at JeepMama.com. So the Jamek fits in all Jeep Wranglers from 87 to the President. It also has some other uses, but I tried it out on the top of my Jeep over the front seats of my four-door Rubicon, and installing is a snap. However, make sure you thread the strap from the bottom of the buckle. When I first installed the Jamek, I threaded the strap the wrong way, and thankfully my really smart 17-year-old son was with me and suggested I test it out before I sat in it. Otherwise, I would have fallen straight through. Now, they use NRS buckles, and these buckles are the industry choice for corrosion resistance and strength. And James on the episode 30 um, talked about these awesome buckles. They're rated 2,000 pounds each, and I was really impressed with these buckles. They're strong, and they're so easy to use. I have a hard time with buckles, but these I did not. Now the material is made of 1000 denier Cordura nylon and it's coated for water resistance. And James also mentioned that this the company that manufactures um the Jamex are a, the same company that does a lot of military type um items, so they're really knowledgeable in great material. Um The instructions on their website show where you should place the straps. Now, I wasn't able to place the straps in the same location as the picture on their website, but James um, explains on some models you need to make some minor adjustments, so go check that out. My roll bar and frame were just a little too close together um, to slide the buckles through, so I just improvised, and it worked. The Jammik has many other uses as well. You can use it over the front or the rear seat. You can use it as overhead storage, a pet barrier between the front and rear seats, or even a wind jammer there. You can use it as a lounge chair on the back roll bars, a sling seat hammock off the vehicle. So another tip when you're getting into the jammock, I found that climbing in from the back seat is best, especially when you're in a lifted Jeep. Now I love the idea of chilling out on the top of my Jeep and this would make a great accessory, no mods necessary, out on the trails or at a campsite. The cost is uh one hundred and thirty seven dollars and ninety nine cents, and if you buy one right now you can get two free grab bars handles with it. It's well worth your money. And just to let you know, the jamek only comes in one color. Fortunately, the folks at Jamick figured out quickly that the most popular color among Jeepers is black. So...
4: <laughs> when you drive
3: a black Jeep, everybody knows you rock. Off-road in a regular, when all our guys are stuck. And remember what you see, a dude in a Cherokee. You could come off-road if you'd get up off your knees, in a regular, driving a Jeep regular. We'll pull you out of
4: ditch, bitch.
1: That was my my little Jeep Wrangler, black Jeep Wrangler's rock.
2: <laughs> anyway. Yes. yes, they do.
1: Yes. Anyway, if you guys want to add anything, um, ask me to talk about anything on Wrangler Talk. There are tons of ways you can share what you would like to share. You can email me at info at jeeptalkshow.com. Use the subject line Wrangler Talk. You can leave me a voicemail on our Jeep Talk Show website. Or you can go over to our mobile-friendly site, jeeptalkforum.com. That's our new mobile-friendly form that we created just for you. It's not your typical form. There's no flaming or telling you to go to Google to do your search. And there are no dumb questions. You can also find out more about the stories and information we share with you here on the Jeep Talk Show. That's jeeptalkform.com. Hope to see you there.
0: You know, Tammy, you were uh, going through a lot of uh, series of what things you could do with the Jamic, And I don't know if either one of you guys are bowlers or not, but I, I come to think that, uh, I mean, I was just thinking about one of the things that they do with bowling balls is like clean them. They have this long cloth or something that they put the ball in and they roll it back and forth to clean it. So I'm thinking that this Jamek would be handy for someone like that if you had really big balls. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Well, you know, not your standard size bowling
2: ball, but like a really big one. Of course. Josh, what's next? (laughs) Uh, We got some reviews coming up next. Uh, We actually got Guys, if you can find us anywhere on the web, well, you can find a way to review us, whether it be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, the, the TuneIn.com. You can even leave a review over on our YouTube page, and yes, even on Facebook. So all kinds of places to leave us review. And we had one here recently. Uh, Tony, what do you have to say? So help me with that that, l- <laughs> that second uh, name there. Well, the so last it's either thing. it's either Cunliffe or or Cunlife or I like Cun, Cunliffy. Cunliffy? Cun, come come all lift right. me, come lift me.
0: Uh, this is from uh, Kent liffy He says, overall entertaining show. Uh-oh, this is this is the danger zone we're in, entering but, in, folks. But, where's the but? <laughs> but? Really wish there was less gimmick and a little more content. Yeah, we've heard it before, folks. All the little soundbite pre-recorded bits gets tiresome after hearing them episode after episode after episode after episode. I may have gone on too long there. If you want to add all of Josh's sound work, Josh, you're getting credit for all of it, <laughs> change it up <laughs> A little more often need to bump up the tech and wheeling reports i love tammy here we go again the newest to jeeps is the only one actually wheeling her jeep the boys need to step it up and get those things off road tammy's enthusiasm enthusiasm really helps carry the show and she's doing more to her jeep than both the guys combined you go girl (laughs) and i think there was a head movement in there that i can't do when she you go girl (laughs) <laughs> so i just want to let you know that uh clint we always appreciate uh the uh, the reviews that we get especially the ones that give us ideas about what we should do different and uh we all three agree with you we need to update the uh, those little sound bites that we have yeah and they're just so hard to do they, they take hours to do it's it's you know i'm just telling you it's not a it's really not an excuse but it's not easy something easy to do but, uh, yeah, we've discussed it. We do need to come up with some new ones. And, actually, in fact, Josh recently updated the uh, the news uh, intro, This Week in Jeep News intro, which I think is a it, wonderful got in- intro.
2: Got that refreshed. And I've got some sound bites from uh, last year's off-road shows and stuff. So um, I'll try and get that uh, edited down and get into into a couple more promos here. So it's something we're working on, guys. But, like Tony said, it does take time. It, it does take hours and yeah. hours to create just a few seconds of promo. So – uh, yeah, bear with us guys. We will, we are trying to uh, freshen up some of that, uh, content that you hear every week.
0: It's great that we have this review in this way though, because this gives us a little kick in the butt to get it done. So yeah. really, really so. appreciate it. Oh, and as far as content goes, uh, we made a conscious decision to put the show together this way to give it a sound like people are used to from the radio and uh, even television and stuff. So it is a little gimmicky. It's, it's meant to be entertaining. Uh, Like you said, overall entertaining show. But if you want more content, and we are trying to provide it, but if you really want more content, you need to look at the rest of the 4x4 Radio Network shows. Indeed. Dan and his team over at the 4x4 Podcast, uh, John and his crew at the Sinisterer Podcast, and of course Cody at Trail Chasers Podcast. All proud members of the 4x4 Radio Network and very content heavy. So please Mm -hmm. go over to 4x4radionetwork.com or just uh, subscribe to those shows directly. And I think you will be very happy with the vast amount of content that they have uh, and little or no gimmick to it.
1: Hey, um, real quick, uh, Brian just posted on in the chat room, we all love Tammy because her Jeep is
0: not red. (laughs) 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 Oh, well, it's easy to understand, you know, because red Jeeps are sexy. (laughs)
1: What are you saying?
2: Well, it, it, I think people are jealous. It's time to move on to the next segment. They're
0: jealous, uh-huh. Tammy,
2: obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you got tech questions?
5: Uh, what do I have? We have answers.
2: Oh, that's good. because I, I It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Well, as I always say, safety fourth. <laughs> well, we'll move that up a little bit. But, you know, there's been a lot of talk lately about whether or not an aftermarket winch bumper, because there's definitely a lot of options out there nowadays, will affect, my, the, the, affect the deployment of my airbag. I mean, come on. You know, safety is uh, rather important here. And if we modify our Jeeps, well, we definitely are probably affecting the safety, at least in some regard. Now, one we're talking about specifically here is, well, of course, the airbag system, or SRS. The acronym is, uh, well, stands for Supplemental Restraint System. That's what the SRS in your steering wheel stands for. Or more commonly known as the car's airbag system. That's considered a passive restraint system. The, as, well, the SRS, Supplemental, is also passive. The SRS is intended to be used in conjunction with seatbelts rather than as a replacement, so never drive an SRS-equipped vehicle without seatbelts expecting the airbags alone to protect you. They won't. Okay, that being said, just how does these systems work, and more importantly, will they still work after we slap on that beefy new winch bumper? Well, SRS systems use a sensor or sensors to detect uh, the deceleration of the vehicle. Some older systems have one or more in the area behind the bumper to detect the impact slightly earlier than sensors placed further into the vehicle, which nearly all modern vehicles have. They they compare notes in milliseconds, and if two or more don't agree uh, that a collision is actually happening, well, the system won't deploy the airbags. Some newer systems use a single sensor, sometimes mounted more centrally in the vehicle and experience well. and experience and reliability have improved these sensors and their technology over the years, allowing for this strategy versus multiple upward by the bumper. Now, roughly speaking, the threshold speed is about 15 miles per hour into a solid immovable object, such as a wall, tree or bridge. Also, roughly speaking, the impact must come from the front within a 15 degree angle of each side of dead center or a swath of about 30 degrees. Now, again, this isn't dead science here. There is obviously a little bit of room for, um, you know, inaccuracies here. The airbags in the JKs, however, work off of an accelerometer, or more accurately, a decelerometer, that is located in the center of the vehicle underneath the center console. Specifically, the sensor works in conjunction with a yaw, pitch, and roll sensor, same function as a gyroscope, basically, that is located in the exact same spot. Now, the sensor is not too dissimilar from the technology in our smartphones that rotates the screen as we rotate our phone. If the deceleration and pitch, roll, or yaw of the vehicle hit certain thresholds, well, the specific airbags and the seat belt pretensioning charge are deployed as needed. There are no contact-style sensors or switches, as you may think of them, located on the vehicles anymore that tell the airbags to go off, especially on our Jeeps. It's all based on the two sensors located centrally. So, the roll, pitch, yaw sensor also feeds into the stability program. The purpose of the bumpers in stock form is to deform over a given time remember we're talking 10000th of a second here now slowly decelerate sl- slowly the deceleration of the vehicle uh, slowing the deceleration of the vehicle in conjunction with the frame relief or crumple zones by spreading the force of the impact over a few thousandth of a second and a few inches of crumple space you can realistically reduce the peak g forces in an accident by a factor of 10 now, aftermarket bumpers in theory with their overall lack of deformation Well, because we want them to be strong and hold winches and recovery points, right? Well, but without the crumple and impact absorbing properties of the stock bumper, well, the beefy and ever so stout winch bumpers theoretically could cause your airbag to be more likely to go off in an impact than the stock setup. But look, Jeepers, there are just so many factors that feed the equation that it's really hard to pinpoint just how much more likely it would be. As are there bona fide numbers to all of this? Well, I'm I'm sure there are some fancy insurance risk analysts out there with the math skills of Einstein that could figure it out for us. But, look, I'd say it's safer just to you know let common sense prevail and maybe even take a small piece of advice. Don't run into walls or movable objects, and you <laughs> should be fine with or without a winch bumper. All right, guys, if you uh, have any tech questions that you would like answered here on the Jeep Talk Show, well, go to jeeptalkforum.com, even on your smartphone, or shoot me an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com, with a subject line, tech talk.
0: So uh, you talking about running into things? I don't know if you guys saw the picture. Don't uh, do that. <laughs> I saw the picture on Facebook where somebody literally painted a tunnel on a wall. Oh, no. They did the yeah, wild coyote
2: roadrunner thing. And, Come on, and yeah. even
0: drew the the, the roadrunner next to the tunnel, driven. <laughs> on, I mean, painted <laughs> on the wall, and then there was a car that had been damaged from running into the wall. Because it Jeez. was at a turn <laughs> oh boy drugs and alcohol I mean, I mean, are wonderful things yeah <laughs>
2: some people's children
0: I swear <laughs> oh yeah it was good stuff man <laughs> I don't know it was probably a setup but it's still funny <laughs>
2: Are you tired of all that noise from those other shows?
5: I think you have to keep that rig at the
0: moment. Now you can relax to the pleasing tones of the Jeep Talk Show every week. Unless
2: you got Dana 60s and
0: 40s. Get the highest audio quality possible with each download. You
2: know, you can use them with them super
0: And if you're tired of all that
2: other stuff. And a thing with the tires, <laughs> and Then subscribe to the highest quality podcast on the web. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher Radio, and more. You guys to give me a beer.
0: Hey, I just, want to mention, no, I just want to mention here real quick, uh, I just want to take my hat off and give a salute to one of our listeners, and there's been many over the, ty- over the, uh, the weeks, months, and years that we've been doing this, is that, hey, can I get involved in the show? Can I uh, jump in there and do a little something? And we always say, sure, we'd love to it, love for you to do that, and very few take us up on it. So I, I just want to say hats off to uh, this listener, uh, Josh, take it away.
2: Yeah, we uh, had listener Dave. He actually headed. Uh, he did the call as he visited the Phoenix Off Road Expo. He talked to a few of the vendors, and he got some great info about who they are, where they came from, and how their products and what how their products work, and what they can do for us jeepers. And I want to take a minute, really, to thank Dave for doing this. He certainly didn't have to, and I'm <laughs> sure it was a little bit out of his comfort zone too. But we really appreciate the time, effort, and of course the involvement with the show. Thanks again, Dave. Really do appreciate it. Over the coming episodes, we'll be playing a few of the interviews that Dave got for us at the 2017 Off-Road Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. This week, we've got Dave and a couple minutes of his time with a rep from Lube Locker. Let's have a listen.
4: Hi, this is Dave. I'm here at uh, the Lube Locker um, talking to them about their their gaskets. What can you tell me about it? So we were born out of necessity. Um, Mm -hmm. We're Jeepers just like y'all, and uh, we needed something that was going to take care of the the breaking down on the silicone in the rear end every time we went out we were crawling. So uh, that's how the Lubocker was born. We've expanded since then past the Jeep scene, but the Jeep scene will always hold a very dear and special place in our hearts. Um, the way our gaskets are made, it just eliminates the need for any sealant, any RTV, anything like that. Um, and it's made with running hard in mind. The materials we use are made to take shock values that silicone can't handle. It's made for a quick, easy trail fix. You don't got to wait for anything to cure if you do get a leak going. Just loosen up, retort, good to go. Oh. Um, so that's really, that's the that's the basis of what we do. Just a, a great quality domestic made part um, that keeps us running and keeps us running hard the way we all want to run. Sounds great. Hey, thanks for your time. And say hello to our audience on the Jeep Talk Show. Jeep Talk Show, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Jeep Guys, for your support. We love you all. And uh, if you ever need anything, lublocker.com. hit us up. I'm always here to answer any questions you guys have. All right, thank you for your time.
0: Tammy, I'm thinking we got another
1: guest to contact. Oh uh, yeah, that was an <laughs> awesome, Dave. You are a natural field reporter. Oh, very good, Dave. Dave rocks,
2: man. That's uh, what, yeah. nicely done, and, and some good information there for you guys. And and Tammy, you actually um earlier on in in uh in your you know differential cover uh, shopping spree and stuff, you were talking about <laughs> lube lockers, and we actually covered a little bit about lube lockers and right. and what they are and what they do and and stuff on on previous episodes of the show. I can't remember. Please refresh my memory. Did you end up going with lube lockers for your diffs?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, when I got my Riddler diff covers, they sent the little bottle of
2: glue R-T-B? or whatever it is. Yeah.
1: Um, And I decided to go with the lube lockers instead. It just looks so much easier. You just pull it right out of the little box and you just line it up. The holes all line up. You just put it on there, slap your diff cover on and tighten the bolts and... Perfect. No adhesive needed or nothing.
0: So I think all of us that have ever done a oil pan gasket have to ask this, to understand this, and why I'm asking this question. How do you keep mm-hmm. the How do you keep the gasket up there to line up the holes? How do you keep it from dropping down and then having
2: uh, a gap well, in there? That's easy. It's uh, kind of just, go ahead, it, Tammy. It uh, I want to hear how like, you did it first. And.
1: yeah, it it on the, the gasket part. It has like three rows of I don't know, like a Something on it that mm-hmm. it just kind of stays
2: there.
0: Oh, great!
1: Like a little pla- i don't know what it is.
2: All right, so what what Tammy's talking about? I mean, obviously, if you're going to be doing anything to a, you know, where you're mating two pieces of uh, anything together, your surface prep is ideal. So you want to make sure that you're oh, yeah. you know, both surfaces of your your differential and your cover um where the those surfaces are mating are very clean and free of oil and dirt and dust and grime and other old gasket material and stuff like that. Definitely. So once you have a nice cleany, you know, clean, shiny you know surface, those silicone lube lockers, which, you know, Thank if you guys you. have ever held any silicone, you know, kitchen products or stuff like that, it's sticky. I mean, you yeah. know, it's 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 not like you're gonna get something on your fingers kind of sticky, but it sticks to stuff. And and right. so, you know, it can have, you know, some surface tension, if you will, to kind of, you know, hold up there. Now the other way to do it is to use the first, you know, one, two, or three top bolts of your differential. You know, shove some screws through it, mount your lube lock around to that, and then put the whole thing onto the diff, and then you know everything else will line up. Oh,
0: well, I guess you could use like a wooden dowel too, a couple of uh, little yes, you could. little, little yeah. dowel things to hold it in place if you had any uh, any. Concern. But you really
1: don't need you don't need to do it. It just sticks there.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's but that yeah, good you, of a product; it installs itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't have to Easy do a damn peasy. thing. <laughs> And how much, My were,
1: mod.
0: how much were those a piece, uh, Tammy?
1: I don't quote me, but for some reason I was thinking they were 29 bucks for the pair.
0: Oh, 29 That's for a pair. Because I thought they were like $20
2: uh, a piece. But, uh, I think they uh, are be. about I, 20 bucks a piece.
1: I could be wrong.
2: Um, Amazon.com right. has them for twenty one ninety five and free shipping um, for yeah. the Dana 44s. For, ju-
1: for just one. How about, the, just uh, one. how about
0: the Chrysler yeah, okay. 8.25, Dana 30, you know, the ones that That information is
2: unavailable. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> they can sell their own damn things. We don't have to sell it here. I was just curious.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, Josh. They were, that's, they were about 20-something apiece.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, know, I know you guys have heard it before. We're going to remind you one more time. And I didn't say the last time. I just said one more time. Uh, we'd like for you guys to, to uh go over there and take our survey. Uh it's a real simple thing. It just gives us an idea of the age group, uh how much money you make, you know, all the things that advertisers like to know, uh male, female, sex, and how often. So just go over to Jeeptalkshow.com slash survey and uh take our survey. Less than two minutes to take it. All righty. Well, uh Tammy, let's get over to some uh Nikki G.
1: Yes, it's something we all look forward to each and every week, and that's hearing from the mind of Nikki G.
0: We look forward to it. We're not quite sure what's going to happen, though, and that's part of the fun. The surprise.
5: (laughs) From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I hate to disagree with uh, Josh and possibly Nate. Uh Uh-oh. But uh, you guys talked about floating and uh, semi-floating, full floating axles or whatever. And I think you guys know where this one's going. But (laughs) I had done some research, and I don't think axles float very well. They're made (laughs) out of steel, just like the Titanic. But to test my theory, I decided to drive uh, my neighbor's van into the pool and it didn't get the desired effect or cause matter of fact the only thing it did cause was Nikki G to get banned from the public pool for another year you pee in the pool one time and nobody lets you forget it and uh, also like to wish uh, Tammy safe travels on her trip to Moab it looks very exciting I wish I can go or be there I wish I could just do anything other than uh, sit here and talk (laughs) on the phone but Okay. so is the life of Nikki d so uh Aww. all right boys and girls i'll chat you later you have a good one bye as soon as he said floating i knew where this was
2: going i started smiling i couldn't keep a smile off my face i was uh editing the show uh
0: editing that for the show earlier and i genuinely did not know what was coming up he says you know he says you can you probably know what's coming up and i went i don't Pause. i don't know <laughs> so it was like exciting for me <laughs> good times Nikki g Thanks, yeah, bud. yeah yeah we appreciate you taking time every week to give us a call nicky g and uh he hasn't you know i just take kind of take it for granted that there's going to be a nicky g and it's going to be a, a a giggler uh in some way and week after week he comes up with something else uh and uh, it's just amazing so and actually i thought he got banned from the uh from the pool for meeting a hot dog uh while he was in the pool i just no i thought it was a baby ruth baby ruth yeah that baby ruth is the standard one <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was that Donald Trump I saw with a uh, wearing one of those Russian hats? Those little, what do you call no, those little fur hats? No, that's his natural hairdo.
2: I just.
1: <laughs> no, he's wearing one of those pink hats that the <laughs> ladies wore.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. Josh, is, well, is, is, my, uh, is there,
0: is is there some hope? Be, is there some yeah. hope? Am I reading
2: hope here? <laughs> yeah, well, my tax return money is finally in. Um, I've been working on a really tight budget here lately, uh, so I haven't had a whole lot of um, extra Jeep funds. And if any of you know anything about um, having machine work done on uh, on your engine, well, then it gets expensive pretty quick. So um, now that the tax return money is finally in, I'm finally can uh, pad the Jeep fund a little bit, as it were. And uh, the uh, the head work will begin, and uh, I'm going to be taking the head to the machine shop here in the next couple weeks. So. The radiator and water pump is also going to be ordered this week because both of those are bad as well. Um, probably part of the reason that the head went out. So, um, yeah, just uh, finally some some work is uh, is is getting done almost a year later.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome! It always makes you feel good when you get that stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah started and, and, this and going is This and... is kind of you know major mechanical too. So, uh, yeah. getting this done and 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 over with. So the. The Jeep is um, well roadworthy again. I mean, it's it's been able to been you know be driven and, and taken around the block and stuff. But I, I wouldn't risk you know any more than that with a faulty water pump and a cracked radiator. Oh so. no, man! You just need to throw in a, a scalding case of herpes
0: there. All the problems you got with that Jeep. <laughs> Gee, know,
2: <laughs> We're gonna do this. Let's go ahead and just top <laughs> it off. Wow! Yeah, I hate that, and I know you've uh, been missing driving it. Uh, it's, I really have. I, I've missed driving. I miss wheeling it. Uh, it. I've missed out on several adventures over the last, um, well, over the winter uh, and the end of last summer. So it, it, it's been rough, man, because I've I've been able to get out and and enjoy my, my you know a little bit of that uh, that wheeling spirit with some friends, but you know, not having your own rig and, and being the designated spotter and stuff. It, nah. It's just, it's not as much fun. So I, I can't wait to get the Jeep back on the trail.
0: Yeah, we look forward to that. Tammy, you got anything going on?
1: Well, my stuff isn't as complicated as Josh's. Mine There is. A little, <laughs> yeah. A, a little easier. Maybe maybe in about six or seven years, I'll be talking about radiators and water pumps and all that good stuff. But a um, couple, two weekends ago, I think it was, I took out my purple grill inserts I know. Shocker. Um, And I added the under the sun insert, the grill insert. It's a purple American flag. Um, I'm going to review it in the next couple of weeks here on the Jeep talk show. So easy. And it's like anybody could customize their Jeep any way they want with just this super simple, easy thing. You don't really have to do anything except slide it in. It's awesome. Awesome.
2: Hey, I Tammy, also quick question, quick question uh-huh. for you, Tammy. I'm sorry, to, sorry to interrupt there. Um, That's right. You took out your purple grill inserts, which I thought was was a great, you know, customized modification for yeah. your Jeep to really make it your Jeep. How have those held up over the what year or so that you've had them in? Yeah, they
1: are. Well, I had them powder coated purple, um, the same color as the Dodge Charger, and they held up awesome. There's like no little chips or anything. You would expect that. What about fading or anything
2: like that? You know, is are the bottoms you know brighter or you know lighter than the tops because they were more exposed to the sun or anything like that?
1: Nope, not at all.
2: I will say though,
1: when I took them off, which you have to be so careful because the ones I got have these little plastic tabs that snap Mm -hmm. into the jeep, so I had to be really careful because I didn't want to break them off because you never know I might want to put them back on. But on the outsides they are uh, like some tiny scratches on my grill from them
0: oh yeah not oh, removing up yeah.
1: just from being there and then like you know on the inside of where the slots are you can see um like where you slide them in there are some scratches there
2: right that's that's so, that's to be expected
1: yeah so now you, you know, might you be do- able to
2: Sammy, you might Go be ahead. able to get rid of those really easily with a like a scratch hiding wax, like a color matching scratch squa- uh, scratch hiding wax. Um, okay. there, there's a few out there that are specifically designed for for that sort of stuff. That would probably work for ninety percent of what you're seeing there.
1: Yeah, I figured there's something that's got to work. Um,
2: peanut butter. I've heard
0: peanut butter will take care
1: I'm never using peanut butter again. I still have. Just the other day at work, I just my coworkers like. You got a squirrel on your fender. I'm like, damn it! I, put the <laughs> peanut on there. I think they still smell it.
0: So you basically get messed with anywhere you go.
1: <laughs> yes, it was probably the squirrel who stole my shackle.
0: It's probably the squirrel <laughs> left the <to> scratches. <laughs> yeah, well, you never
1: know. He found the shackle
0: uh, and he was trying to return it to you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Another thing I did was um, I mentioned this on the cool Jeep stuff. That mm-hmm. we did those wild boar grab handles, the ones that go on the A-pillars of the Wranglers. Um, so I went, I bought them, and I checked out um, the guys, this guy, Chris's Corner on YouTube, his install video, and I'm like, oh, that looks real easy. No. <laughs> it was, oh. I. you'll have to check out my blog post on Tuesday um, at jeepmama.com. Oh, my God. I used some words that I haven't used in quite a while. <laughs>
2: Very frustrating. <laughs> now, was it was it trying to get things to not cross thread? Was that was that the biggest thing, or
1: it was trying to get the freaking little bolt <laughs> in those a pillar <laughs> holes because you got to yeah. use um, she's, spacers.
0: She's reliving the experience. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm getting mad. I, I can but feel I, her blood
2: pressure uh-huh. rising from over here.
1: <laughs> and it watching him do it on the video. I'm like, how how did he do that? It took me ever
0: it the first and time is know, always the toughest
1: I, I think it's a guy thing they just know how to get things in holes easier than women too
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh you heard it here first
0: people <laughs> oh man i wasn't even ready wait
1: i know where's my <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there we go to say at least a couple dings from the bell for that yeah, one yeah really now, tammy Jeez. tammy did you get the whole kit or did you just get the fronts for this
1: just the two on the driver and the passenger side, and then okay. I
2: know that I know goals. they have a, a rear door version. Um, oh, really? as, as well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know if it came if you had like the whole you know the whole kit and caboodle or not. But uh, no, I just got the very very interesting. One. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely an interesting system. I'm I uh be very curious to see the longevity of this and how easy it is to use and how it holds up and what you think of it after you know maybe a summer worth of wheeling with them. Now
1: these right. are, these yeah, are yeah, the very. i interested to see if I go for it.
2: These are the very strong metal. metal. Uh, oh
1: yeah, things
0: that you and they make yeah, them for the yeah. rear as well. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. They
1: are mm-hmm. amazingly solid.
0: Well, they got to be, all the pain in the ass stuff you got to go through to get, get them installed. Well, I think maybe <laughs> if you're just a blonde girl, they're a pain in the ass. Ah, uh, thank you. I think and you're. Uh, I think you're cutting uh, like yourself short there, Tammy. I think well, though, it's Tammy, difficult. You
1: for question video. Yeah, go ahead. T-
2: uh, Tam, I got a quick question about these handles. Do you think they're gonna interfere at all with your ability or your ease of, of removing the top in any way or shape or form? Um, no, not at all. And do they do they interfere with the operation of your visor at all? Oh yeah, good question. Um, nope. Nope. Oh, very good. Sounds well, like they're you know, very actually, well engineered.
1: Actually, I haven't had to put my visor over to the um oh yeah but side. as far as
0: just putting it down it's not a problem but yeah. sliding oh, it no, over no, to no. the side might be an issue i, I didn't got you think
1: about moving it to the side i haven't had to do that
0: i, I know i don't oh. think i ever do that with mine i don't yeah, I hardly I, ever put it down Unless, i do like, in the mornings on the, the
1: way to work but. <laughs> Does
0: yours has the little makeup mirror and light on it on it doesn't it, josh I think so. So there that, that would be that. Just, you know, when I'm when I'm checking the eye makeup, makeup or anything right before I go to work, I may flip right. it down.
2: You know, I I hate <laughs> it when my mascara is running as I go into the office. Yeah. Does it?
0: Does your mascara kind of uh, get up on the headliner because you know you're doing your eyelashes <laughs> and it just kind of splatters? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when I get it in my teeth. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard
2: to get out of there in those faces,
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Tammy, if you're done with yours, I have an yep. announcement to make.
1: Now, Tony's got a big announcement here. I Ta-da. actually,
0: last weekend, I actually worked on the Jeep <gasps> two days in a row. Goodness, and he's still standing, ladies and gentlemen. It was uh, it was a bit tough after Saturday. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Saturday that I did the uh, the wheel rotation. I'm uh, getting a little bit of uh, cupping on the, uh, the front wheels, the front tires. Okay. So I moved those to the back and moved the, the back ones to the front and uh gonna let that cupping get straightened out i should have done it several weeks ago because it's a little little worse than what i expected it to be uh or should have let it go that far and let's see what else did i do i um oh i uh i redid the led third brake light uh, i had a couple of leds up in there and i just kind of had them shoved in there and they had kind of fallen down so i actually did uh, got the dremel tool out and uh uh, cut the back of the uh, third brake light housing off so I can mount those uh, LED lights flush. And uh, there's actually pictures of this over on the Jeep Talk forum if you're curious. <clears throat> and one of the, the and this is a really simple thing I actually think I did this Friday. I ordered some LED bulbs. Now I didn't really want to get the LED bulbs because they were really expensive a few years back. And it's just a bulb. How bright can it be? I, I like the idea of rows of LEDs like you see on the new cars. But uh, I found these, uh, these bulbs uh, on Amazon for a pair, now mind you, for 16 bucks, So $8 a bulb. And I thought, you know, I can, I, can, I can weigh $16 to see how bright they are. And my goodness, they were nice and bright. I wouldn't say that they were significantly brighter than incandescent. They are noticeably brighter than an incandescent and uh, a much purer, uh, purer color to them. And I had forgotten that whenever you're going to put a LED behind a, uh, a lens or a bezel, a colored bezel, that you need to have it the same color. So I ordered white bulbs, and I put it in the brake lights. And then I remembered the the rule about getting the same color. And I went, well, I'll take these, these these 3157s, and move them down to the backup lights. Oh my god, <laughs> they are very bright, and nice bright white so I don't know if you guys are, or you care anything about the way your Jeep looks, but to me, whenever you have backup lights, number one, you should be able to see what's behind you, at least somewhat, and uh, it's nice to have it to be a white light and not a dingy yellow light. So I uh, ordered another set of red LED bulbs, and they are brighter. They really are. They're brighter than the white ones wow. that were in there, and I think it all has to do with uh, it being the same color as the lens. And uh, I hadn't, didn't want to do this uh, before because of the cost. And also, too, I really didn't want to deal with the flasher. If you guys uh, uh, have a friend or maybe you've done this yourself, you know when you put in LEDs uh, for the signals, it has a tendency to make the signal go very fast. Hyper, hyper signal, I think is what they call it. And it dawned on me, if I'm doing the brake lights and the rear uh, backup lights,
2: I don't have to mess with the flasher because those are the yellow ones. So the yeah, and I other ones are. I read something somewhere. Uh, the '97 to 2001 uh, Cherokees and I think TJs as well have a load sensing flasher relay, which compensates for things like trailer lights and and whatnot, to where it uh, keeps the the blinking the same and the load on the um and the load on the circuit all all the same as well, uh, regardless of what you have in the system. So. Um, don't quote me on that. I, I, am not hundred percent sure on that, but it's just, it's kind of ringing some bells in the back of my head. Well, if I guess if it came with a tow package, uh, maybe they do do something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that might be part of the factory options so If the vehicle did mm-hmm. not come from the factory, or the dealership with a factory, you know, with that tow option, then it might not have that. Yeah, yeah. Now I know the
0: O3, I put LEDs all around on the, uh, the O3 TJ and I did have to put an LED flasher, but it did not have a tow package. So oh, okay, that that's the reason why I went with that. Went with that.
2: Now, Tony, I I want to very quick if we if we have time, just kind of ask about your your tire cupping issue. That's 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 kind of a of, of a serious issue that that some people may may want to address. And I don't know how bad it was on in your case or how long it's been going on. But um, you know, do you cause for concern at all? Was it was it real bad or you know what do you think?
0: The prior set of tires, it happened fairly quickly. And, uh, Matt told me to, uh, put on some, uh, heavier duty shocks and also to replace the, um, I always forget the name, the thing that holds the, uh, the big C, um, the knuckle on there, ball 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 joints, joints, ball joints. Yeah. uh so i replaced the ball joints to do i, I am seeming I, th- I think i do have a problem with one being a little loose and i'm concerned about that i need to contact the manufacturer ex- especially when you spend least 300 for a set of those things
2: oh yeah <laughs> so, absolutely
0: uh but i don't think that that has anything to do with the cupping i think it's just the nature of uh, mud terrain tires this isn't uh, remember i don't have ats and uh, it is a daily driver and uh I've put a lot of miles on it from when I got these tires, maybe a couple of years ago, before the, the cupping started, maybe a month or so ago. So uh, okay. well, I, I think I just, just want to you know, and tear. throw
2: it out there for for our listeners. You know, if you guys have cupping on your tires, the the top three issues, you know, top three things that, that cause cupping on tires is is alignment, um, your balancing of the wheels and the tires, and and like Tony said, the shocks, uh, shocks as well as. As his buddy Matt had uh, had recommended to him, these three things are are the number one causes for for tire cupping. So if you are seeing cupping on on your tires, um, then it could be one of those one of those three things. You might want to have it checked out.
0: And ball joints too, if I'm right, uh, isn't that correct, Josh?
2: Yeah, I think if you have if you have a, a ball joint issue, you're going to see other forms right. of tire wear as well, not just cupping. Um, but yes, it can contribute to it. Yeah. All righty then, let's get over to some wheeling wear. Yeah, so we're going to talk about what events are coming up in your neck of the woods and around the nation. Uh, this one was sent in to us friend of the show. We have uh, the QuadraTech presenting the off-road... Well, QuadraTech with off-road consulting and driving instruction presents the first annual Wheelers LLC Overland Adventure. Uh, this is happening Thursday, May 18th through Sunday, May 21st, happening at the Anthracite Outdoor Adventure Area or AOAA. Um for more information head over to the Wheelers LLC webpage at wheelersllc.com. The event will be taking place at the new Trailhead Campground, an amenity recently opened to the public. With this venture we can now offer we're now going to be bringing complete camping and wheeling experiences to their participants for the first time ever. The event offers trail riding, vehicle dependent camping, off-road instruction and seminars, scavenger hunt and more. It all takes place in a safe designated off-road only environment with trained professionals and the off-road aftermarket industry. The unique Overland Expedition-style experience is open to all participants of all levels and vehicle platforms or builds. Once again, head over to wheelersllc.com for more information. Of course, we have the Easter Jeep Safari just right around the corner, April 8th through the 15th in Moab, Utah. For more information on what this is and how you can get down there and get involved, head over to rr4w.com. That's the Red Rock 4 Wheelers webpage. We also have Rancho Suspension presenting the Jeepster and Commando's 50th anniversary happening right after the Easter Jeep Safari. Having April 17th through the 21st in Moab, Utah, this is the biggest Jeepster and Commando event to ever happen in the world. It is coming to Moab, Utah. So for more information, go to the website Jeepster50.com. Jeepster50.com and get all the details and your information for registration. Hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, we want
0: you to know the Jeep Talk Show is also available in audio-only format. Great to listen to while commuting or while working on your Jeep. Subscribe via iTunes, TuneIn, in, Google Play, iHeartRadio and never miss an episode. And of course, you can now download our app at Google Play and iTunes uh, for I, uh, iPad and iPhone coming up very soon. Hey, if you'd like There's. to contribute financially to the show, you can do so by going to the JeepTalkShow.com website and clicking on the PayPal button to subscribe annually, starting at $12.00 or select another button for a one-time donation. We do this show because we enjoy it, and it's free. No financial financial support is ever necessary.
1: Hey, and did you know it can take up to four days for your favorite podcast episode to show up on Apple iTunes? Yeah, it's true. iTunes is a great free service, and we appreciate Apple for all their hard work you know what we want our listeners to get the jeep talk show as quickly as possible that's why we are recommending that all of you itunes users subscribe to our podcast no multi-day delay you'll get the newest episodes much quicker open up itunes search for the jeep talk show and hit that subscribe button and never miss a great funny informative podcast
2: and speaking of subscriptions, guys, our YouTube channel can use all the subscriptions it can get. If you haven't, uh, well, if you haven't subscribed, you don't know about it. What's, how we bring you the show to you live every Thursday and Tuesday, 10 p.m. Central and 8 p.m. Central time accordingly. Uh, of course, YouTube.com slash JeepTalkShow. And be sure to subscribe, guys. Every 100 subscribers, Tony gets himself a cookie. Cookie! (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Hey, join the Jeep Talk Show team. We're looking for volunteers to manage our vast social media presence on the web. You can be uh, a part of the team as the Jeep Talk Show social media voice. Please send an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com to find out more.
1: Hey, folks, and don't forget, you can get more Jeep Talk with Tony and myself on Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock Central Time. Eight. Oh, eight o'clock, well, nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central Time, eight <laughs> o'clock Central Time on the Jeep Talk Call Show, our new live show where it's all about you and your Jeep.
2: And, of course, it's all about that Jeep Talk Show app, guys. It's in the uh, Google Play Store as we speak and soon to be coming to our Apple devices as well. So look forward to that, guys. That's it for this week. Wherever you guys are wheeling, if you pack it in, make sure you pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor recreation spots in as good, if not better, condition than they were when we arrived. Remember to always tread lightly. Stand designated trails no wheel where you're not supposed to. If you'd like to learn more about the tread lightly principles and how you can help keep our trails and public lands open for offered use, head over to www.treadlightly.org.
1: Hey, folks, and don't forget to check out my blog. Follow me on my Jeep Journey at JeepMama, M-O-M-M-A,
2: dot .com. You can find more about me over at thevoiceofjosh.com.
0: And if you'd like to be a guest on the Jeep Talk Call-In Show, give us a holler at info at JeepTalkShow.com and let us know. Anybody is welcome.